0: That's right, Bond. James Bond helped me become a novelist. I must be dreaming. (laughs) Hey friends, welcome to the Press Club C podcast. I'm Ray Keating and that was my miserable attempt at an impression of Sean Connery as James Bond. Anyway, in this 59th episode, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Unexpected sources of ideas and inspiration. For me, it was James Bond who played a part in creating a new career. But before before we get into this, let's quickly once again answer that key question. What the heck is the press club C anyway? Each letter stands for stuff we talk about. P is for politics. R is for religion, mainly Christianity. E is for economics. S is for sports. That second S is for stories, books and writing, my own books, other books, fiction, nonfiction, Reviews, author interviews, so on. Uh, C is for culture, pop culture and otherwise. L is for life, the big catch-all. U is for understanding, lessons in history and economics, for example. And B is for business and entrepreneurship. And that last C in Press Club C is conservative. Why? Because I am one. And in particular, I've said this over and over again, we have to make clear what kind of conservative we are. Well, I happen to be a Reagan, Kemp, Buckley, Coolidge, Lincoln, Madisonian kind of conservative. Now let's get to our topic and which is hey, being open to the sources of inspiration and ideas. You always need to keep uh, your eyes open, your ears open, your radar up, however you want to put it to new opportunities, right? You never know where inspiration and ideas might come from. Um, and with the the new James Bond movie out, No Time to Die, um, I thought it was a good time to talk. Take a moment to talk about um, a moment of inspiration that wound up creating a new career for me. You know, it was. It had to do with James Bond. James Bond played a part in a very real sense of helping to launch my career as a novelist. So, I've I've written a little bit about this before. I've talked about it before, but again, I thought this was a great time with the new film out to. To talk about my experience, and then hopefully, uh, people can take something away from that more than just perhaps a mildly entertaining story, um, and use it in their own careers and businesses and so on. So, I explained what happened. I in, in my first novel was is called Warrior Monk, a Pastor Stephen Grant novel. Now, in the second edition of that book, I wrote a new author introduction, and um. within that introduction, I explained how the idea for Warrior Monk came up and how I finally sat down at the keyboard and started writing. So I'm just going to read, my my goodness, my voice. (laughs) I'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs uh, from that in terms of what I wrote to to, uh, talk about, to describe this. So as for deciding to write Warrior Monk, uh, my work as an economist did come into play. Now that's another point here that um, I do I, I have my economics work. I'm not reading from the 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 introduction at this point. I have my economics work, I have my novel work, and they do uh, sometimes cross-pollinate, if you will. So anyway, getting back to uh, to to what I wrote in that introduction, many years ago now a new colleague co- a colleague mentioned that a new priest at her parish, formerly worked for the Central Intelligence Agency. That caught my attention, and I filed it away just in case I ever did delve into the fiction realm. A few years later, in 2007, I received word that Hofstra University on Long Island would be hosting a conference titled Bond, James Bond, The World of 007. My editor at Newsday, I wrote a weekly column for Newsday for about 12 years, my editor at Newsday agreed that I should cover the event for my column. At that gathering of Bond experts and fans from around the world, I learned that Ian Fleming was 44 years old when his first Bond novel, Casino Royale, was published. That happened to be how old I was at the time of the conference. So I took took that as some kind of sign. I filed my Newsday column on the conference. And then started working on my first novel, featuring a Lutheran pastor who had been a Navy SEAL and a CIA operative, Stephen Grant, was born. So that's the story of James Bond influencing my career. Um, So you see, you never know. I mean, I've now written 15 novels, uh, Pastor Stephen Grant Thrillers and Mysteries. There are more coming, uh, God willing. and, And I've started another series that is coming. That series is, is going to be called, each novel will carry the subtitle, An Alliance of St. Michael Novel. Um, so anyway, so here you have this kind of weird situation, right? Where um, my Newsday column covering uh, a James Bond conference helped launch uh, my career such as it is as a novelist. Um, and it goes back a little far uh, further, further, yes, further um, in terms of the my colleague mentioning that um, there was a priest or parish that w- used to work for the CIA. Uh, now, the other cool part of this story is that it's it's kind of come full circle, if you will. Uh, earlier this year, I think it was in June, um, Jean Veith wrote a column, Uh, Now, Gene Veith is is an author and a columnist. He was a guest on this podcast. Check out episode 31, where we talked about uh, his latest book. Um, But he wrote his column about, he wrote a column about James Bond. um, And then he wrote a column about um, the Stephen Grant thrillers and mysteries. And the title of that piece was, If James Bond Became a Pastor... Again, very, very cool. Um, But I want to read just a couple of quotes, uh, a couple of things that Veith wrote uh, about that. So he he writes this column of James Bond became a pastor, covering my Pastor Stephen Grant books. Uh, He noted, quote, Mr. Keating knows how to tell an exciting story, and these books, like the James Bond novels, are ridiculously entertaining. As for larger themes, there is vocation, of course, I see these books as honoring the pastoral ministry because in real life, pastors are heroes engaged in saving the world. Close quote. Um, That's really nice. And thank you, Gene, if you're somehow listening to this. Um, He also wrote a little bit later. Now imagine that James Bond, the dash, or I don't know if this is later or earlier. Anyway, he wrote this. (laughs) Now imagine that James Bond, the dashing spy with a license to kill who keeps saving the world decides to become a pastor. Grant is a former swashbuckling CIA agent who finds himself called to the ministry. Uh, a little later, Pastor Grant extends pastoral care to people he encounters, explaining the gospel, offering marriage counseling, and bringing God into the conversations, though he also dispatches bad guys with his gun. Talk about law and gospel. Close quote. Again, I am so thankful for this article. It's also very cool that uh, obviously that Gene Veith wrote this, but it's also interesting in the sense that it loops back around to the origin of me finally writing my novels and writing uh, Pastor Stephen Grant. So um, what's the takeaway here? Okay, yes, please read my books. Go over to Amazon.com and buy the novels uh, go to Ray Keating online and I'll sign them and mail them off to you. But generally, more generally, <laughs> in a less self-serving way. Um, the point is always, again, always have your ears and eyes open for new ideas, to be inspired for new opportunities, right? You really don't know when they're going to hit, when they're going to come up. You know, so for example, I've always, since my, columnist days, my newspaper columnist days started many, many, many years ago, um, I still carry around a reporter's notebook with me and a pen. Um, not so much that I'm going to have a you know, a story. I mean, I still write columns and so on, but it's more of an ideas thing. Uh, if an idea hits me, I want to make sure I write it down because otherwise I'll forget it. Or if I don't have my, my reporter's notebook with me, uh, I, I obviously jot it into my phone, put it into my phone. So you have to just find little ways to do this. And and the fact that I have the notebook with me, right? It just it's a slim I don't know if you've ever seen reporters' notebooks, but they're slim things. You've probably seen them in movies and television shows. Um, and they fit right nicely in a pocket. And the fact that it's there, and you can I can feel that it's there, serves as a reminder for me to to keep my eyes and ears open, uh, to be inspired, hopefully, and to find some new opportunities and new ideas. So um, and and also, <clears throat> I think doing that with um, a notebook or with your phone, um, it it gives you the opportunity to come back to it. Obviously, not just to remember it, but to more seriously evaluate it. You know, because um, you know you're going to look at <clears throat> ideas, and some of them are going to be loopy and and terrible, and other ones are going to be are going to be uh, hopefully darn good. So and if it makes sense. If it's something you're excited about, then to the keep what's then you have to act right. The idea is not enough. Um, real to be honest, the promise to do something at some point down the road—you uh, might do it, but there's a pretty good chance that you won't. At you know, in terms of you know, perhaps writing a book or, or launching a business or whatever, something that major more often than not, I think people just let it slide. Um, you know, I started that first novel right after fi- filing my column on the, the Hofstra University bond event. Um, I could have said, well, you know, that's that's good. That reminds me that, that I should be writing that. Uh, but I have, you know, and, and put it aside. And I honestly, I have no doubt that if I did that, if I put it off or delay, you know, th- said to myself, oh, I'll just delay a little bit Chances probably would have been pretty good that, you know, I would not have gotten around to it. I would not have done it. Um, and my career as a novelist um, would not have happened. So it's critical to be open to the ideas, to to seeing opportunities, to inspiration, to being inspired to do something. Um, so you want to always be open to those things. But then don't wait. You know, act. And no matter what that means, perhaps it's, you know, to to act in terms of writing a business plan, right? So you've got the idea, um, you think it's going to work, you're not 100% sure, so then take the next step and write a business plan. See if it makes sense when you put it down on paper. You could say the same thing about a book, right? Start the outline um, and then see if it if it's going to turn into something that, that makes sense and you're going to enjoy doing, you're going to love doing, and hopefully... Somebody out there is going to read it. So that's my lesson for you, for what it's worth. Um, it's my story about how James Bond uh, did, in fact, play a role in starting my career as a novelist. And um, and I hope that uh, you take away something from this in terms of finding ways uh, to make sure that you stay open to ideas and you jot them down and you keep them in mind and you act on them. And I hope you also read the Pastor Stephen Grant novels. Thanks for listening. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Uh, Please check out uh, my various endeavors and books. I mentioned the Pastor Stephen Grant novels available at Amazon.com in paperback and for the Kindle. Also, signed paperbacks over at RayKeatingOnline.com. Check out some columns at Keating Files. Um... Check out my other podcast, Free Enterprise in Three Minutes, also the Daily Dose of Disney. Um, If you like Disney stuff, go over to DisneyBizJournal.com, a website that I run. Offers analysis, uh, reviews, commentary on the Disney entertainment empire. Uh, A couple of recent nonfiction books, uh, Behind Enemy Lines, a collection of my essays from over the years that are still very much relevant for today. And also... My book on international trade called "Free Trade Rocks," and those books also are available at Amazon.com and at RayHeedingOnline.com. Hey, by the way, when I'm recording this, I'm going to go check out uh, James Bond, uh, the new Bond movie, tomorrow night. So maybe I'll come back and do a little uh, a little review for the Press Club. See, I'm really looking forward to it. Hey, thanks. God bless. Take care.